Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me is Colin Mitchell. Colin, we have a final in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Well, it's not over yet. Texas. No, it is. It's over. I got the the uh, retweeted. Everybody, it's it's done. Oh. It's done. At least that's that's what Twitter says. ESPN says there's two minutes left. Well, ESPN are you gonna done. trust the worldwide leader in sports? Listen, I'm trusting my boy Reed Smith. All right, that's what I'm trusting. Um, <laughs> dude, North Texas football just tweeted. I'm just gonna share my screen just so, so we can have a great time with with everybody here. Um, even though I shouldn't do this, whatever. Look at this. Twitter. Look what North Texas football just tweeted. I can't see it because I have my light in the way. Let me just look it up. Actually, <laughs> let me just move you to the side. Let me just move you to the side. <laughs> look at this. This is just oh, handing West Kentucky an L. That's crazy. This is the point we are I at. I will say their social media team and their video department has done a great job. Excellent job. Okay. Let's we're not we're not we're not going to waste anyone's time here, Colin. All right. And we're not going to waste your time. Okay. I don't want to waste your time. Not in a hurry, but okay. But look, I, I value your time. North Texas routes. Yeah. Routes Western Kentucky 40 to 13 on the road. We both predicted it to be a blowout loss. We thought actually, we said they had no shot. Actually, I said it was like a 10 point or 11 point loss. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you said. Okay. I listened back to the podcast. We both had the tone of saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's not going to be pretty." I'm just trying to save face, you know. No, go ahead, try to save face all you want. I can't. You also, you said it was going to be a 14 point loss, 34. To 20. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I said it was going to be 18. Or that yeah, means that means I'm closer. You are correct. You won. You won that one. So we both had blowout losses. Both said it was going to be ugly. Um, we're praising Western Kentucky before the game started. We're like, you know, yep. Yep. Why even show up? Why play this game? Yep. North Texas not only shows up, goes up 14-0, and just, just puts it on Western Kentucky the entire game. Like it didn't look like Western Kentucky had a chance outside of when it was 14 to 7. And then North Texas offense basically stalled out throughout the rest of the half. And I believe it was 17-10 going to half. And we're like, you know, they got them off to punt, but they only got three points out of it. North Texas did, and it didn't feel like it was enough but it was more than enough it was more than enough west kentucky's offense was putrid give yeah. all credit to phil bennett um i want to give all credit to seth Latrell. yep uh for having this team prepared uh we come on here and we are talking heads and i mean you are in hotter hotter water than than i am for your takes but who cares um, at this point we have a we have again if you were erase all that everything that we've said the entire year which you know you should hold us to a lot of things but it doesn't matter because at this point we're outsiders we are not writers for the team we're not covering the team on a day-to-day basis if you want objective reporting there's a lot of people who do good work you can find them if you strip everything away colin it looks like we have not only a competent football team Mm -hmm. not only a pretty good football team Mm-hmm. We have a team that could be playing for a conference championship. Yeah, in a month. Yep. I can't believe we've reached this point, but what a win! What a win! That's it. Yeah, you know, I, I want to be the guy that comes up here and sticks to my guns, and I can, can you, in a way. Go ahead. You know, 
but after seeing that win, I don't want I don't want to get anyone down. You know, I mean, Austin Ani looked he looked great. I mean, there was when he had that second throw that it was almost a pick. I was like, oh no. And then he just, yeah. I mean, he looked great. He looked fantastic. Um, like you said, the defense, I thought Gaddy was super impressive. Um, and then, I mean, they, they even got some personal, how many sacks do they have? Do they have? Yeah, they were bothering Reed for a lot of the game. Um, Reed started the game like two of eight. Then he went on a run where he was completing like every pass. Yeah. And the defense locked back down and closed out the game. I mean, to be, cl- to be fair to everybody here, it was 20 to 13 going to the fourth quarter. Yeah. Right. So I'm not going to act like it was a blowout from start to finish because it wasn't. But it felt like North Texas was in control. Even when oh, it was yeah. A it felt it like it, feel it like felt Western. like that. It even felt like the, the single touchdown was insurmountable. You know, yeah, it, was, it, it was 20 to 13. It didn't feel like Western really had a shot of coming back here. And even when they drove down the field, I think to cut it um, back to a one score game in the, in the fourth quarter and read through an interception. It I, I don't know. But even before that, I was never like man north texas is in trouble because it just everything looked pretty easy for north texas throughout the game it looked easy in getting to the quarterback um i i mean they held western to like was this 4.9 yards per carry which isn't great but again it just never felt like it was out of hands for, for north texas so um all credit to them in this game i think we can you know talk more big picture stuff but yeah, what a performance. I mean, I don't know if you want to shout, shout anybody else out. Um, oh, look, uh, uh, when Nate? we started recording, when we started recording before you yeah. go, <laughs> the broadcast talked at least three or four times about Austin Ani going pro. And if that doesn't tell you about how yeah, that's crazy, that, that's just, this is not the first broadcast that said that. This it's is not. the second broadcast that said it. So I don't know. He must they, they must have like a like a campaign or something. Yeah. Is this like that, is this what is this what six for Heisman was? But he's too old and he's got a <laughs> um two two to the pros. There you two go. Two to the pros. Once a two pro, always league. a pro because he was already a pro. You know that's true. Yeah, back to the pros. Back to back to the back to yep yep. Look at that. All right, always call, call always up, on top of it. Call us up. Always on top of it. Yeah, always the, the marketing between <laughs> us is out of out of control. Um. But you were gonna say I A O Day or who? Were you yeah, say? Uh, Day, uh, Kalen Horton. That that dude is crazy. I couldn't um, believe they didn't get Horton the ball more in the UTSA game. That was a yeah that was a weird to me. Um, Macklin obviously had those two big receptions. Damon Ward and then Navarki's gums continuing to to show that he's able to be a, a good tight end. Obviously, this team isn't tight end heavy in terms of where they want to go with the ball, but he's he's able to still get his touches every uh every game so i was really impressed with them uh shout out logan wilson for the pick i felt like they were due one after how bad austin Reed was throwing the ball and, and gaddy looked great uh on that single yeah. coverage on, on the outside so yeah uh great performance uh great win um uh, i don't have too much else as far as specifics go for the game um defensive line looked good uh it wasn't even a big katie davis game i don't think i don't even know how many tackles he ended uh... the game with but Regardless, top to bottom, great performance. And the, the real, the only thing is, is obviously we've been waiting for this the entire season, right? Like if we go game by game and just react to every single game, there's nothing I'm, I would change about this season as far uh, to this point. And obviously there's three games left here, FIU, UAB, and Rice, right? Yeah. The last three games of the year. Um, Rice just got shellacked by Charlotte. So maybe they are imposters. 
Uh, UAB, we'll have to see. But, I mean, UAB lost to this Western Kentucky team. They didn't have the quarterback in that game. Still, at this point, even if they just go 2-1 and one in that stretch, we're looking at a 7-5 season with the bowl game. And the bowl game, obviously, would be huge at that point. But nothing we've said to this point, we've never said this team doesn't have talent. And mm-hmm. we've never said they're not capable of performances like this. The whole thing has been the coaching. We've needed yes. to see them put it together from a coaching perspective um, to have this team prepared, have this team ready to play four quarters, and have this team ready to overcome adversity, right? When when you joined the this call, I was listening back to the last podcast, and you said I was making fun of you. But I was listening back to listen to what we were saying because sometimes, you know, you forget. And we were both like, you know, we just want to see this team overcome something. We want to see them perform as underdogs. I you know, I mentioned the last podcast how bad they've been as underdogs under Seth Luttrell. Yeah. And, you know, granted 2019, 2020, 2021, three straight years, not being great, not being very good, even. It, it feels like they're, they figured it out a little bit on the coaching staff. Now, the past few games, again, we make fun of the Memphis quote-unquote win. They on actually paper. played, yeah, they played pretty well in that game still, you know. Um, and then you have the last couple games, and then you have this game. And this is kind of a culmination culmination, mm, of everything this of everything that we've seen over the past four or five weeks. Like, because of that, we can start looking at the UNLV game as more of an outlier, right? We can start looking yeah. at the FMU game as more of an outlier. Like, those two losses are really, really bad. But outside of those... This win may, forces me to reconsider how good this team is and how good this team is being coached. I agree and disagree. Okay. Um, I agree in the sense that, yes, the, the UNLV game, the SM game are looking more like outliers. Um, you know, uh, in hindsight, them still staying in the game with UTSA, despite it being so ugly, is probably a good thing more than it is a bad thing. Um, but... We have seen this type of season before. They lose the non-conference opponents. They lose a uh, that they don't have a conference loss, or did they do? But yeah, obviously UTSA, twenty seventeen. Obviously that team. I, I would argue that this team's more talented than that team, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, offensively, probably not. With Mason. I have to think about that. Yeah, um, regardless, takes that make me think. Yeah, regardless, we've said over and over again on the podcast how. Conference USA is not a juggernaut conference. They're not going to be in this conference next year. I am glad that they, I mean, I am obviously really happy that they beat Western Kentucky. I need to see it in the championship game and I need to see it in what I expect now to be a bowl game. And, um, you know, I don't need to see them, you know, if they get paired with some crazy team in a bowl game, I don't need to see them win the game, but I need to see it be competitive for once in our lives because that hasn't happened yet. I need to see a conference championship game, depending, especially depending on who they play. They need to either win that or not make it look like FAU from 2017 so those are the those are the two things that this team is missing now right like that's those are the two things that seth is missing he's he's preaching these seven years this we're about championships uh, the little i don't i'm pretty sure everyone saw it in the bottom right hand yeah. corner seth is the longest tenured coach in texas uh in a d1 school so yes i'm very happy that they won yes it's good yes it looks like they're they're more competent and i i mean i completely agree that offensively too it's, it's looked a lot better but we need to see it done when it matters the when it matters at the highest level. I, I should say, uh, and you just disagree or agree? I agree, 
I agree with what you're, with what you're saying that ultimately the season will be decided if they did make a conference championship game. And if, I mean, well, they will make a bowl at this point, you know, how those games will play out because this isn't new, right? This is what, that's what you're saying. You're saying this isn't new. They've had regular season success before, right? And they've had more, right? Nine or uh, nine and nine win seasons, you know, more back-to-back years. Like they've done this before. This box has been checked. What boxes have they not checked yet? It's conference championships. It's bowl games. And so for that reason, I, I agree with you. However, I said this on the last podcast, and I will stand by it. This was a semifinal of sorts. Yep. And obviously you still I, – I don't know how all the tiebreakers will work with if, they lo- if they lose to UAB because then you'll have a triangle of tiebreakers where – you know, Western UAB and North Texas will all have beaten each other if North Texas loses to UAB. Uh, but I'm sure there's a tiebreaker for that, whatever it is. But still, this was a semifinal of sorts. This was a game on the road that determined if you were in control of your destiny. Yep. And they won it. And they won it convincingly. And for that reason, this is perhaps, what, the biggest win since Arkansas? I, I would say considering the I would say considering what was on the line and overall and, and just for this season, like, yeah, I would agree. Like, with yeah, that. I mean, like you, the UTSA win last year was awesome. It was awesome, but it didn't. But you had nothing to lose. Anything? Yeah, it didn't yeah. change any. Like, yeah, it, it helped them make a make a bowl game, cool, but this could help them make a conference championship game. Yeah, which it's not again to going back to your point, the championships are what this team does not have or what this program doesn't have under the set the show, and for that reason. This has to be the biggest win since I'm thinking at least the Arkansas game because the Arkansas game kind of put them on the map nationally. Yeah. Um. So that I I think it and it if, if we're being bluntly honest with it, we could look back on this game as being the biggest game of his career as far a win biggest win of his career because he's lost a lot of games that obviously mattered as far as bowl games championship. You games. do you just mean in the sense that in terms of like where where the program's at. And what's kind of on the line? I mean, both literally in terms of the. I mean, I look at I look job. at that SMU game when they routed SMU in 2017. Uh, like, if we went through top five wins of South Dakota's career, this has to be up there. Oh yeah, I completely agree with that. 100. percent And so, yeah. it sets it up to where the rest of your season matters, and the rest of your season you're playing for something you haven't played before, and that's the significance yep. there. Yep, and and not only that, you don't have a team. Uh, assuming that UTSA, I don't know. Do you know how healthy their guys will be come conference championship time? I know Rashad Wisdom's out for the year, and that's one of their best defensive players. So, I mean, he's going to be out. I mean, I'm assuming on the offensive line they'll get more healthy. Uh, yeah, they've been so banged up the entire. Yeah, year. I mean, all you have to all you have to look forward now is like you said, you control your own destiny. But you still have to get there. You know, like you said, this is the semi. This is the quote unquote semifinal. You still have to beat UAB. You still yeah. have to you know, at least Take respect FIU and Rice, and hopefully. Rice. Um, but if you get to USA, you, sorry, UTSA, make it a game like you did last No, week. you got to win it. Okay, no, I mean, not for job no. security purposes, but... No, I, I mean, like, I agree. Like, you have to win it. You but I'm saying... It. But I'm saying... You're getting me fired up just thinking about it, Colin. But, but I'm saying you can't, you can't lay an <laughs> egg like you did against FAU. You know what I mean? I like, want UTSA's blood... I want their blood. I want their head on a. St- I want that Roadrunner mascot's head on a stick. That I want UTSA's blood, Colin. 
I want North there. Texas crazy? to win wow. out. Imagine. I want North Texas to win out, and I want them to beat them like they did last year in the conference championship game in the Alamo Dome again. I I don't care when that game is, I will be there if if my if work allows it. <laughs> if I will be there, maybe <laughs> I will be there unless if I'm not there. But okay. I will try my my best to be there if 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 North Texas makes it to the UTSA game and the conference championship. Um. But yeah, it's 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 a massive win. It is a statement win, and I I was impressed. You, you, we kind of text about this a little bit. The first two drives, North Texas offense made it look easy, and oh, you, yeah. you were right, hundred percent, when you said they were the scripted drives. Hundred percent, they are. It doesn't make them that much less impressive to me. Oh no, the, the, how easy they moved the ball, and how easy the reads that they gave Austin Ani in those situations, because. The run game, how many yards did they end up with rushing? Um, 196. Not a lot. It didn't feel like a lot. 196 on 5.4 yards per carry. So, you know, 36 carries for almost 200 yards. Uh, pretty solid outing. I'm not going to say it's the greatest um, outing ever. but uh, And that includes Stone Earl, you know, Roberts and uh, Burns in there. So, anyways, a good rushing attack. But it felt like Austin Ani was in control with his arm. I think, I think the most impressive thing for me is that we've seen North Texas come out hot before and kind of just – you know, wither away toward yeah. the end of a game. I thought it was probably the most impressive thing that I've seen recently from Seth is you had those first two really good drives. You didn't score again, really, until the fourth quarter, but you yeah. were able to get it going again. You didn't you didn't just falter and just wither away and then have give Western, you know, some life because that's what ultimately put away the game, right? They were able to score more than those 20 points. And there were no turnovers. No turnovers. Yeah, there were a couple. The, the, the second throw should have been, I think, yeah. And then there was the the other one. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, Austin, I thought, played a really good game. Yeah. Uh, so we got to give uh, full credit to the coaching staff because I think, like I said, this is one of the better prepared North Texas teams that I've seen as far as playing on the road as underdogs. There's so many games. You remember – I remember watching at your house when we would watch, um, watch them play uh, Southern Miss. I think it was 2019 season, I believe it was. Where they just got and blown out, like the La Tech get blown out, you know. Um, Charlotte they lose on a close game, but there's just like so many instances where there are dogs and they just don't even show up. And yeah. that was our biggest problem is that like or favorites, even, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. There were some times where it just felt like they didn't show up for games. And uh, we we, I'm I'm gonna look up the 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 underdog record here pretty soon, but this time it not only felt like they were up for the game. It felt like they understood the significance of it. Yeah. It felt like they embraced it. And it felt like the moment wasn't too big for them. And it felt like they coached to that to make it simpler on their players and allow them to succeed. So, um, yeah, full uh, credit to um, Seth Patrol and this team. All right. I have, let's see how recent this is. So, this is before coming into this year since the Liberty game. Seth Luttrell, this is coming into this year, so you'd have to, I don't know what games they've won as underdogs. I've top of my head, whatever. Basically, they were 4-19 from the, 4-19 as underdogs from the uh, Louisiana Tech blocked kick, that game, to uh, the end of last year. Yeah. 4-19 as underdogs. And also, um, 14-26 and one against the spread, just in general. So, again, they weren't covering. They weren't beating people as underdogs. 
there was just no hope. And so this year we go into it being skeptical and understandably so, and then they get routed by SMU, routed by UNLV, lose lose a game they probably should have won to Memphis. So for all of those reasons, we were – I think everybody, everybody had the right to be upset. And I think, I think Seth Luttrell would tell you that. I think he would be like, I understand why you would be upset. But now they might actually have the thing, have the train on the tracks. And maybe I'm being too optimistic. I don't care. This is <laughs> one of the biggest wins of the Seth Luttrell era. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a little bit – Hyperbolistic? Hyperbolistic? Hyperbolistic. That's a new word. Are you a bully? There you go. That's crazy. I might have some hyperbole, but I don't care at this point. I like how you're wearing green. I'm wearing a San Antonio shirt, and I'm not even from San Antonio. Yeah, what what is... I was going to ask you what that was. What is that? It's from the Alamo. When did you go to the Alamo? Alamo? Oh, that was... You went last summer, right? Yeah. I didn't know Actually, it was last, last... fall oh yeah y'all got the little place in downtown that was nice yeah why'd y'all go did y'all just just to go that's good never going again when it's cold yeah don't go when it's cold yeah river river walk was sad yeah Yeah, we had some really bad mexican food yeah i yeah i didn't even give y'all recommendations or anything yeah it's crazy anyways yeah i mean i I agree with you we just need to uh north texas needs to now show us that they can continue beyond this point. Don't lose to Rice or UAB. Or don't lose to both of them. You mean don't look, lose man, to FIU look, or Rice? FIU's four and four. FIU just beat La Tech. Yeah, La Tech don't, is bad though. They're two in something. Two yeah, La Tech is awful. Don't lose to FIU. Don't lose to Rice. Just don't lose those two games and you'll be fine. You go seven and five, UAB. Obviously, I think they at this point, why not beat UAB on the road? Like I don't even know U UAB's quarterback situation right now of how how healthy they are, but like oh yeah, I forgot you said he got injured last week. I have I have no reason to think North Texas won't be favored in that game if they, you know, do what they're supposed to against FIU. Like it's here, Colin. It's all on the table. It's all in front of them. Yep. Where I I we never thought we'd be here after watching them lose by thirty to UNLV. Even after watching last week. Yeah. Even. Like me. even after, yeah, <laughs> last week, the last podcast we did, two, uh, like, uh, I don't know, whenever it was, Monday six days ago, yeah, six days ago, it was like, well, you know, six and six, maybe seven and five is a ceiling, stuff like that. Um, yeah, now it's just, it's there. So, how'd our pickums go? Oh yeah, let's recap them. Let's recap them. I think I'm down now. I gotta be. Uh, we both said over 1.5 picks for Austin Ani. We were incorrect. Shout out to Austin Ani, uh, future pro. Um, we need him and Mason Fine on the same Canadian team. I was get gonna say, I was gonna say, who is is Austin gonna get a backup QB or third string QB job just because he's tall? <laughs> they kept saying that in the bro- they kept saying, you know, he's got the build, and they said, you know, players are playing longer nowadays in the NFL. Look at Tom Brady, he's 45, and he's like, he got more accurate, and I was like, he's the same. 55 percent the weapons are a lot better this year i'll tell you that that's true i mean dude they got they got some talented guys out that can we rank that broadcast team in terms of broadcast teams that we've heard it was it was it was the bottom the the play-by-play is the same guy that does the basketball stuff like he's he's fine i don't know i think he's the guy that was i don't know he was the guy that like his the one receiver got injured and they're talking about how good he is 
Yeah, <laughs> couldn't yeah, believe that. that. Good. Um, but anyways, yeah, super talented uh, receiving core. Shout out to all them. All right, uh, we're both wrong on Austani interceptions. Uh, North Texas, 125 rushing yards. I said over. You said under. I was right. Um, Ani, one point. Ani point five rushing touchdowns. You said under. I said over. You were right. You only know is five. You know you know he only has five in his whole career. That's fine. Did you look that up before last podcast? No, it was it was shown up on the oh on the screen today. Okay. Um, Western Kentucky, two hundred ninety nine passing yards over under. Um, I said under. It was three twenty. I said over. I was right. And then you got the score prediction right. We push. We pushed. So Colin. Up one still. Is now at 21. Rooney is at 20. All right. Good job, Colin. Congratulations. Are we going to even do an FIU preview? I feel like it's not even necessary. If we did, we'd end up just talking about how our Halloweens went and stuff like that. Yeah, I, th- I think but, I think unless something significant happens between this week and next week, we just let it go. Where are you going? Get the little ah, got it at Walmart. I'm sitting like a little bait, like a baby on my on my lap. Mm. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we'll see. Let us know in the comments. Maybe do a Q and A or something. I don't know. Basketball. I don't know what we could do. But yeah, we'll look into it. Um, that's it. That's all we have, though. What a great day to be a North Texas alum. I no longer feel embarrassed when people talk to me about North Texas football. So that's... Man, that that was a, what, a four-week turnaround? That's crazy. <laughs> We're back. North Texas is back. Hang the banner. North Texas won a semifinal game. In the... <laughs> semifinal game. Not a Perver- <laughs> proverbial semifinal game. <laughs> a virtual semifinal game in Conference USA. I mean, there's only 11 teams in there. And if it was the same conference as last year, whew, Marshall would be competing with it. I don't. Old Dominion's decent. Hey, let's not let's not do this right now. We're, we, okay. You can't degrade what they have. You're right. You're right. But anyways, that's it. We thank y'all for joining us. Uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Leave us a like, comment, share, all that good stuff. Uh, we appreciate y'all support uh, wherever y'all listen to us. And yeah, we will talk to y'all later.